It's time again for The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies. Hi, I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader. And I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. We're The Insiders. So Scott, we've got $3.2 billion in the state of Wisconsin from the federal government for COVID relief. Uh, where do you think it should be spent and how is it going to be spent? Well, um, first, I hope that they don't do the old Oprah thing and say, you get a car and you get a car and you get a car because that's going to dig a big hole for future budgets. So I would hope- Could I get a car? <laughs> yeah. So I would hope that the legislature and the governor would uh, both agree that the money shouldn't be spent to increase the operating costs of state government. That's only going to cause budget problems in the future. Rather, the money should be spent on the things the pandemic uncovered or caused. Um, and that would be, to me, I think the money should be put into infrastructure and recovery. Um, so in infrastructure, you know, that's a, in many times a long-term investment, and that's a smart use of this money. So any, it's not just the regular infrastructure of roads and bridges, but of course, nowadays, you're talking about broadband. Um, you're talking about computer systems in government. Now would be the time to take the 1970s unemployment compensation computer system and replace it with a 21st century model. Uh, now would be the time to figure out how you can send checks um, to those poor kids in Milwaukee and other places who are supposed to be getting lunch money. Um, during the pandemic, even though they're not going to school for lunch, their parents need to buy them lunch. Somehow we can't figure out where they live or get them checks. Those sort of expenditures into systems, I think, make a lot of sense. And then also recovery. Uh, first and recovery, I think, has to be the learning gap with students. Uh, There's some students who are just, just have done horribly uh, during this whole pandemic with virtual learning. A significant number of kids are failing their classes. Some kids may not graduate. Some will take more than a year to get caught up with where they are right now, um, particularly those kids who aren't reading at grade level. Uh, that just compounds itself. So a lot of money should be spent to try to help kids get caught up in the education area. And then some money should be spent trying to help businesses recover because there's a lot of businesses uh, it's kind of like at the end of a recession, people say, oh, good, things are turning around. But there's a lot of businesses that fail at the start of a recovery because they just can't hang on much longer. And I'm hoping that some of this money can be help those people stay in business. Well, I think I agree with an awful lot of what Scott has said there. There are a lot of priorities there that make sense. There may be some others, too, that we should add to that. Part of the, part of the thing here is that we've, we've got uh, a, a great deal of money, but we also wanna make sure, and, and Scott mentioned this as well, we wanna make sure that we come out of this with a strong recovery, not the slow recovery. In fact, a lot of people say that when Mitch McConnell made this decision to make sure nothing happened other than to make sure Barack Obama didn't get reelected, we didn't spend enough money to make sure we came as a slingshot out of that recession in 2009, 2008, nine and 10. And we don't wanna have that here. And so I think if we spend this judiciously, I think some of the things that Scott mentioned are good, like making sure that businesses don't just hang on and actually collapse before the full recovery is there, good example. But there are just an awful lot of things that aren't initially uh, apparent at the, at, at the start that we need to do. We definitely have to take care of children and the people who are most affected by this are the children and the families of people who, who have these kids at home and who haven't been able to get the education that they deserve. But I think there are a lot of things that we may not at first blush think of 
that also need to be part of this as well. So I think that it's good that we have this infusion. I think it will help us have a slingshot recovery. And I think if it's done well, it can be good for the long-term of the state. And a good example of that is the infrastructure spending that Scott mentioned. Let's make sure that we get broadband right for everybody in the state. I think in the long-term, rural Wisconsin is one of the most appealing places in the world to live. You know, my folks' cottage, my dad's cottage that he built after the Second World War, starting in 1946 in Tomahawk, Wisconsin, one of the most gorgeous places in the world. But you got to have broadband if somebody wants to live in that area and be able to operate. Let's hope we can do some things that take us beyond where we were and get us even ahead of where we can be. Gosh, I wish you and I were in charge of the spending again. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> see you next time. You've been listening to The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies.